Hi, this is Sam Chan, and welcome to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It is my honor to serve you, help you achieve your dreams. Let's do this together. Uh, what I want to do today is to uh, go through some leadership principles that I have learned. Now, uh, these are leadership principles that I say are on the ground level. These are not philosophical things. These are not uh, uh, 35,000 feet high concepts. These are the things that really make it happen. Uh, you can have all the spices in your food, but you know you still need some salt and pepper, some kind of a thing like that. Uh, we are, we are uh, today going to talk about just in the, in the weeds, in the grass, in, in, as to where the rubber meets the road. And the other thing you need to know is they are not connected to each other. So one is not going to necessarily flow with two and two not with three. So uh, if you're taking notes, please know that it will be uh, uh, disconnected one point to the other. First, number one, volunteer for jobs no one else wants. Volunteer for jobs nobody else wants. So in a crowded world, in a noisy world, in a meeting in which there are people who might be smarter than you, wiser than you, who have greater longevity than you at that place, whose resume might be uh, a higher level resume, who uh, bring more to the table. And the question is, how do I get noticed? How do I rise to the top? How do I rise one notch above where I am? And I want to give you the simplest way to do that is volunteer for events, for jobs, for assignments that no one else wants. And if you want bonus points on top of that, you need to volunteer to do things outside your area. So somebody else across the table is talking about, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. This was coming up. You know how meetings go, the planning and the pre-planning and the post-planning going on. You uh, just say, hey, Ryan, uh, I think I can help you with that. Uh, what do you need from me? Just let me know. I tell you what, Ryan, right after this meeting, we can have a sidebar for five minutes and you just tell me what you need from me and I'll make time. I'll come in late. I'll come in early and uh, leave late. I will, I will just make it happen. When you do that, you get recognized as a person of initiative. You get recognized as a person who is not selfish. You recognize the person who's helping others succeed. You get recognized as a person who is willing to uh, focus on servant leadership. And you get recognized as somebody who is willing to go above and beyond. Because everybody is looking for the above and beyond people, aren't you? And, and they don't have to be everything that we think they need to be. I'm just looking for people who have initiative, who go above and beyond, who think of others, who are willing to help others succeed, who are helping others, who are servant leaders. So very simply, volunteer for areas, for events, for jobs, for opportunities that no one else wants. That's important. No one else wants. is the dirty stuff that'll get you Higher and higher. Number two, never be on time. Always be early. 
Never be on time, always be early. I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you like it when people keep you waiting? I know we've got the regular office kind of things that we talk about. I go to this office, I go to that office. I had an appointment for 10 o'clock, but they didn't see me till 10.30. I understand that. I'm talking about as a leader, do you like people to keep you waiting? Do you keep people waiting? Are you always running late? Never be on time, always be early. Never be later than five minutes early. Because people who are habitually late are really not valuing what you bring to them. Give an example. Give an example. I say to you, meet me tomorrow at a certain place. Let us call that place ABC. Meet me at ABC at four o'clock in the morning. Meet me at ABC at four o'clock in the morning, and I'll give you five bucks. Meet me at ABC at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'll give you five bucks. What time are you going to be there? I hear you. I hear you. You're saying, I won't even be there. Okay? Hold that thought. I'll give you another scene. Meet me at 4 o'clock at ABC, and I'll give you a million dollars in cash. What time are you going to be then? You're probably going to spend the night at ABC. You don't want to get caught in traffic. You won't get caught in an accident. You are going to not just be on time. You're going to be early. Now, here's the thing. Did anything change between who I am and who you are? No. I'm still Sam, and you're still who you are. Did anything change about the location? No, it's still ABC. Did anything change about the time? No, it's still 4 o'clock in the morning. What changed? The only thing that changed is that You now value what I'm offering you, and therefore you are not late. It's a simple principle. Punctuality is an important thing. And you get known for that. You know people right now that if you're going to meet them somewhere at 10 o'clock in the morning, you usually tell them 9.30 because you know they're going to be late. And they always have an excuse. There's always an excuse. And you you just start smiling ahead of time because you know that whatever excuse they bring to you is really not valid. It's really not real. It is not something that they cannot overcome. So number one was volunteer for jobs no one else wants. Number two is never be on time, always be early. Number three, respect everyone, especially the... Folk that other people don't look up to. They look down on them. Some people call them little people. I don't believe there's any such thing as little people because I think that's kind of pejorative in its way that it uh, assumes something about a person. But respect everyone, especially people that other people do not look up to. I'm saying a lot of hotels. That's, you know, power travel. And I see a lot of cleaning persons, people vacuuming, people cleaning rooms, people doing different things. They are definitely the lowest paid people in that hotel. But I have made it a point to speak to them. You don't have to have a long conversation. 
Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Thanks for all you do. Working hard today? It's going to be hot outside today. It's cold outside today. Thanks. Good to see you. Good morning. Good evening. Those are just respectful things. And what I found, and, and I'm incredulous about that, that people don't stop to say hello to people. I, I'm blown away that people start thinking that what they are doing and who they are is more important than what's going on right there. So respect everyone. The Bible says, whatsoever you sow, you will also reap. So if you want to reap respect, sow respect. And when you sow respect into good ground, you will reap respect as well. Respect everyone. So we've talked about three things so far. Volunteer for a job no one else wants because it will get you the fastest way to promotion. Number two is never be on time, all will be early. Number three, respect everyone, especially the little people. Number four, money isn't everything. Money isn't everything. As never make quality of life decisions based on money. Money isn't everything. Now, it's okay for you to make more money. I'm with you on make all that you can. That's not the issue. But money isn't everything. I'm sure you know people whose lives revolve around money, whose lives' decisions are around money. It's always about how much, or they're always talking about how much they have, how much they don't have, how much trouble they're in, how much good they're doing. But money isn't everything. And if you're making decisions right now, the Bible does ask us to say, count the cost. I get that. But you don't have to make quality of life decisions based on money. Because if you make quality of life decisions based on money, you will not have the quality of life that you're looking for. Money cannot buy everything. Money cannot buy satisfaction and joy and peace. Money cannot buy the kind of things that you really desire in life. Money isn't everything. Number five, help others succeed and you will always succeed. You want to succeed? Help somebody else succeed. Somebody, I was doing a, 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 an interview with a magazine from uh, another country not long ago, and they wanted me to interview me on issues of leadership. And they asked me, what's your definition of leadership? And I said to them, my definition of, other, uh, of leadership is one word, others. Others. Now, there are people who say leading is taking people where they want to go. Some say it is influence. I'm, uh, I think all those are great definitions. For me, leadership is others. When you focus on others, when you make sure that others are well, when you make sure that others are growing, when you make sure others are succeeding, when you make sure that others are coming along, when you are investing in others. So number five is help others succeed and you will always succeed. Let me give you an assignment right now. That's simply this. Wherever you are today, you'll find somebody, you'll find a need and help that person succeed. It could be just an incremental deposit into their life. It could be a word of encouragement. 
It could be finances. It could be an, an opportunity you give somebody. It, it could be an appointment that you make with somebody. It could be a text message. Uh, it could be an email. Doesn't matter what it is. But make a deposit in somebody's life today and help someone succeed. Number six, don't forget the people who got you here. Don't forget the people who got you here. Isn't it amazing how people start saying things like, I'm a self-made person? There's no such thing as a self-made person. Because somebody bought what you were selling. Somebody invited you into their circle. Somebody introduced you to somebody. Somebody gave you an appointment that you were looking for. Somebody gave you an opportunity. Somebody brought you to where you are. Uh, here's the sentence I want to remember. You didn't come here. Somebody has brought you here. I want to say it again. You didn't come here. Somebody has brought you here. So don't forget the people who got you here. In, in my life, I can tell you name after name of people who bought me meals when I had no job, who, bought, who gave me a car, who bought tires from a car, who uh, got, bought me clothes, who let me live in their home uh, when I didn't have anywhere to live. I mean, I mean, people just people just walked up and gave me money. Uh, people helped me buy textbooks for my classes. Uh, people gave me appointments when they didn't need to. It was a Sam uh, just calling them. I mean, we're talking about 30 years ago, 40 years ago. People who opened doors for me, people who said, hey, you need to meet so-and-so. And they made that introduction for me that I could have never made by myself. People invited me to come speak. I mean, look at you. Look at you right now. You are giving me an opportunity right now. You didn't have to, but you gave me an opportunity. And here we are having this conversation. So doesn't matter where my life goes, you are part of my life. Because you never want to forget the people who got you here. That's number six. Let me give you number seven. Never take credit. Pass praise on. Never take credit. Pass praise on. Never take credit. Pass praise on. Isn't it interesting how people take credit for things that they know they didn't have that much to do with? Whenever you talk about, I did this and I did that, uh, don't you get irritated being around people like that? Well, the same thing happens when you become like that. So whenever people do something great, point to them, especially publicly, especially in front of the peers, especially in a group. If, if it, it is something powerful when you highlight and affirm, encourage, praise somebody in public. So we always pass credit away and we always give praise away. We give praise away, praise away, pass it on, and we never take credit for ourselves. Now, even though it may be you who did the bulk of the work, when you pass the praise away, people know that. People are not that blind to it. People are not that naive. People know that, and they will come back to you and say, no, 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 you did this, you did that. You say, yeah, thank you, but you had to help me too. So what, whenever you share that, something important happens. There's a transaction that takes place and your credibility goes up, your integrity goes up, your respect for you goes up, honor for you for grows up. And more than anything else, 
people are encouraged and motivated to help you more than ever before simply because you gave them the credit and did not take it yourself. Number eight, be a lifelong learner. And here's a question you got to ask yourself every day. What did I learn today? If you woke up in the morning and went to bed that evening and didn't learn something, then you just wasted a whole day. Because at the end of the day, 24 hours later, you got to learn something. Now, it could be that next time I go to certain place, I can take this other road, which is less crowded. You learn something. Uh, you went and had uh, uh, a meal outside in a restaurant and it caused you indigestion. <laughs> you learn something. Uh, you went to, uh, to an event and you found out that that event was not what you expected it to be. You learn something. You will learn something from somebody and something all day long. Now, some of them are going to be life-changing. Some of them are not going to be life-changing. Some of them might save you three minutes next time you go to the same location. But you learn something. What did I learn today? Let me give you two more. Select and enlist mentors. Select and enlist mentors. Uh, when I travel different places and there's a time for question and answers, uh, usually uh, the same question in different formats is given to me. And here's the question. What's your greatest regret? If you were younger, what would you do different? What would you say to your younger self? You know, those kind of questions. And my greatest regret in life is I did not have mentors in life. Now, A, I did not know I could have mentors. B, in those days, that was not that acceptable. And three, it was not really mentoring. I'd get a lecture about something. My greatest regret is I did not have mentors. Now, mentors can be people's books you read. Uh, people tell me all over the world, you're my mentor, you're my mentor. And they're just meeting me for the first time. Uh, I may not even have a meal with them. I may not even have coffee with them. And this is the first time they're meeting me and they say, you're my mentor. Well, they have watched me on video. They watched me on YouTube. They've been part of the Sam Chan Leadership Institute. They're reading my books. They, they get my Tuesday with Sam Chan every Tuesday. I mean, all those things are going on and I'm mentoring them without ever saying I'm your mentor. So I would suggest that you find yourself mentors who you respect who you honor, who can speak into your life. Number 10, be generous, sow into others' lives. Be generous, sow into others' lives. When I was preparing this lesson to speak to you today, I would start thinking about what would be a generous challenge I could give to you, a generous challenge I could give to you. You are part of the Sam Chan Leadership Institute. You have invested actual money to be part of the Sam Chan Leadership Institute. I am trusting that it has caused you to grow, that you're a better leader, you're a more confident leader, your servanthood is higher. Here's a challenge. You certainly know one or two, at, let's think about one, friend of yours, relative of yours, staff of yours, co-worker of yours, 
who is potential leader. I wonder what it would be like if you said to them, I want you to enroll for the Sam Chan Leadership Institute and I'll pay for 50% of it. You pay 50%, I'll match you and help you pay 50%. I wonder what they're going to say to you three years down the road. I wonder what they're going to say to you 10 years down the road. I wonder how they're going to look back on you because all of a sudden you become a mentor in their life. You help them succeed and your generosity says volumes to them. So what I want you to do today is think about one person that you can encourage to be part of the Sam Chan Leadership Institute, offer to help them financially toward it, and then reap the benefits right after that.